Are you a sexy, indulgent musician suffering from consistent long hours, crippling self-doubt, and constant disappointment? Well, do we have a show for you. Welcome to Sex, Drugs, and Disappointment, a bi-weekly deep dive into what it takes to be a healthy and successful musician in the modern industry. My name is Melody Kaiser. And I'm Dustin Williams. And we are both full-time musicians and creative entrepreneurs. And today, we are bidding farewell to 2023 and celebrating the arrival of 2024. Yes. Hello. Goodbye. Happy New Year, everybody. Hello, yes. acquaintance, be <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I'm ready for it. I had to, I had to give my little loser song there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a loser song. It's like the song. It is the like song. The one, but... yeah. <laughs> well, Dustin, yep. I'm super excited to enter 2024 with you. Likewise. And I think it's going to be a great year. I really do. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. I think we all are. <laughs> it's been a long year. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, they, it, it feels like the last three have been yep. pretty rough. I'm not going to yeah, lie. For sure. I mean, um, 2020 just kicked off one hell of a decade. <laughs> one hell for of a sure. decade. Yeah. But yep. I mean, on the upside, I think it's pretty normal. You know, three years after such a catastrophe is to be expected. Yep. Agreed. It just sucks to live them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's For like, sure. you know, you hear about the Great Depression. You're like, ah, oh, 1929, the stock market crashed. 1938, I think it was, World War II began. You're mm. like, oh, that was no time. But living those years, I'm sure it was completely different. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah. Seems like the blink yep. of an eye, but mm -hmm. not really. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, well, I'm excited to do this episode with you and um kick off the new year as you said um today is a very unique uh three-part show that we have planned so um we're gonna start with some thought-provoking 2023 music trivia um and then we're going to reflect on our personal experiences as musicians over the past year and um, then we're going to discuss how we plan to achieve our goals in the new year and hopefully uh, we can also, you know, as we do this, give the listeners some advice on how to achieve their own or at the very least, uh, you know, how we plan to achieve ours. And, and maybe um, maybe we'll spark some ideas for you guys, for you listeners. Yeah, I think so. I think that we have some pretty good goals and I think most people probably have the same ones, at least musicians. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, we're yeah. kind of all in the same boat. Yeah. Definitely. So anybody that's listened to the show for longer than a few episodes knows that the trivia was my idea. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we could technically call this trivia part two because it's going to be me asking the questions mm -hmm. and Dustin answering. Dum, dum, uh, dum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to do well with this one. <laughs> Honestly, I would just think overarching themes because mm -hmm. looking at most of these. I don't know a lot of them, okay. but um, <laughs> some of them, if you really think of, like, don't overthink them. 
some of them are kind of obvious if you just, you know, just think about 2023. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Who's the big people, you know, that kind of thing. So first question, what artist had four of the top most consumed albums in the United States in 2023? Top most, four top most consumed albums? So they had four of the top 10. Oh, wow. So basically they had four in the top 10. So think like big picture, like who was the artist for 2023? Taylor Swift. You got it, man. Nice, nice. Swifties. <laughs> Are you a big fan? No, I mean, I don't dislike her, but, yeah, you know, uh, it's not what I really put on and listen to a lot um, <laughs> by any means, but, right, you know, uh, I respect what she's doing and um, her music isn't necessarily for me, you know, and that's okay. Um, but I know uh, I like a lot of students, especially the younger ones um, that I teach or that I work around. Uh, mm-hmm. They love Taylor Swift. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I think she's gotten a lot of young people excited about music. Yeah. For sure. So that's awesome. Yeah. And I think she has for a while because I know a lot of people that started, or at least girls, I'm not going to lie, that started playing acoustic guitar back when that was more her thing because of her. Yeah, totally. Totally. You know, that's, she's been, you know, very inspirational to a lot of people. For sure. Which is awesome. Yeah, more power to her. Not that she yeah, needs more power. Yeah, it's hard to <laughs> deny that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It's very interesting. Mm. Um, but I think she's made, um, she's made a lot of, um, I guess kind of cool decisions kind of on the side of artists more, Mm -hmm. you know, like she went against Spotify, um, you know, a while back for, um, you know, for not paying people enough or paying artists enough and that kind of thing. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she also went against Apple music though. Because there was something, I, I remember reading this recently, and I I don't remember the details exactly, but um, when Apple Music first launched, they were kind of giving away like the first month free or something to users. Interesting. Um, but then they didn't pay artists any royalties that month. Whoa. Because they weren't making any money. And so that was like a huge thing that um, she kind of got up in arms about. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked. I mean, it's like if you want to give away your service for free, that's your call. But that doesn't mean you can give away everybody else's product for free. Yeah. Isn't that so interesting? That's super interesting. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. But also, you know, that is another thing we've talked about in the past. Like, obviously, it's different for like huge companies like that, because most artists don't just directly distribute to these services. Right. right? You have to go through like a distribution platform kind of thing. Right. Totally. Um. So it's not like you're reading all the contracts for these services anyway. Yeah. But that's just a great example of how they'll just sneak in some stuff. Yeah. So if you're not paying attention, like, honestly, I wouldn't notice. Yeah, um, for sure. I guess when you're making Taylor Swift numbers, you're like, oh, this seems off by a couple mil. Yeah. Yeah. You've got a whole team doing that for you, really. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it would be like, oh, I think I'm missing a dime. <laughs> so... You know, kind of a different level there. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's keep going. Okay. Um, so this Break My Soul singer 
launched her record-breaking Renaissance World Tour in May of 2023. Oh, Renaissance. Um, uh, oof. I mean, it's not Beyonce, right? It is. Oh, it is Beyonce. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I want your perspective because Beyonce is one of those <clears throat> artists that has almost like a cult-like following. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, her fans think that she's like the greatest thing that's ever lived or existed <laughs> or, right. you know, so I'm curious to get kind of your perspective on, um, I don't know, I guess just her as like an artist. Like, are you a big fan? What do you think about the artists that they almost kind of have this cult like following? Cause I can only think of a few and honestly, Taylor Swift's one of the other ones. Right. Well, and, and honestly, I mean, I think my uh, my answer would be pretty much the same. Like, you know, I don't dislike her. Um, mm-hmm. She, again, I don't think is writing music for my cis white male <laughs> demographic, <laughs> so to speak. Like, you know, right. it's it's not meant to empower me because there's plenty of white dudes with power that really shouldn't have it. So, um, you know, it's, it's not, um, yeah, it's not written for me. But um, I think... Uh, her, like a big part of, I feel like her message, and this is kind of the case for, for Taylor, uh, as well, but, um, you know, I think it's about, uh, female empowerment, you know, or women's empowerment and women's rights kind of in a way. And, and like, you know, um, I think that's really important and, uh, the inspiration it provides to young women around the world is, is huge Mm -hmm. and not just women, but I just, you know, I know that that's like a big I feel like kind of, um, message in what they do. Um, I think, uh, between the two of them, I, I prefer Beyonce's, um, uh, like production styles that have obviously morphed over the years. Um, you know, the fact that there's, um, a lot of, uh, R&B and um, soul elements in the music um, where I think with Taylor Swift, it's a little more bubblegum, um, which I, I don't say in a negative way. It's just not necessarily like as interesting to me sonically. Um, right. Also, Beyonce's, I, I, I mean, her band members have changed over the years, but um, Divinity Rocks was her bass player for a long time. I don't know if she still is. I don't think she is, but, um, and she's a badass and, and one of my... Um, like top modern bass players for sure. Um, so her band has always been great. Um, Taylor Swift has a great bass player too. Actually, I forget his name off the top of my head, but I think the SBL podcast did an interview with him not too long ago that I haven't listened to yet. So I need to check it out. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that's basically my take. I mean, you know, it's, it's fine. It's, it's good. It's not really my thing. Um, but you know, I see the value in it and I don't, um, I don't dismiss that for sure. Yeah. I just can't imagine, like for me, I was thinking while you were speaking, I can't imagine having that much, I don't want to say power because that's not the right word, but honestly, like mm, these I people mean, <laughs> could convince their whole fan base of crazy stuff. Oh, for it, sure. It, you know, it's, you could get into almost like we're seeing like with political stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, if Beyonce said that, you know, all, I don't know, all children are evil. 
I could see some people starting to beat up some kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, hopefully, God, hopefully not uh, as many as um, as her whole fan base. But yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, you know, I could see it happening though. Yeah, I just can't imagine. But also, it could be in a very dangerous way, where you know they. I just can't like having to be so careful about what you say, like to a point where. You know, like, I mean, we've said stuff on the podcast where we've had to clarify like immediately after as to not be, you know, offensive, even though that wasn't our intention. But I feel like when you get to that level, like it could be edited into such a bad, you know, like a worst case scenario kind of way. Yeah, no, totally. And and Um, there are some people that are like, uh, very, very, um, aggressively defensive, of Beyonce. Um, and if like, if you don't like everything she does, like you're wrong or there's something wrong with you and it's like, or maybe I just don't like it, (laughs) you know, or like, you know, yeah, no, I totally agree. I think that, you know, that is a level, honestly, I've never really wanted, I've never really wanted any of that, Mm -hmm. which I think most people probably don't. But I think honestly, like on social media, I see a lot in like younger people where really all they do want to be like, all they want to be is famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They want to be influencers. I mean, some of them want to be, yeah, you know, pop stars or whatever, but bad with that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. influence, like there are some influencers that have done some really fucked up shit like that. Yeah. Um, that one lady a couple years ago, she and her friend, they, they ran this kind of like YouTube channel that was about like, parenthood and um you know teaching your kids right and blah 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 and then it turned out like she she ended up going to jail for being like severely abusive to her children like locking them in rooms without food for like a week at a time and um like beating them and stuff yeah so like there and and yeah so there are really uh some scary sides to that kind of influence for sure I don't, yeah, I don't see that crazy shit. like, yeah. And, and I don't see Taylor Swift or Beyonce doing anything bad with it. You know, I, mean, like, I don't either. I'm just saying it could happen. Totally. Like when you yeah. get to that level. Definitely. For sure. Definitely. No doubt. Yeah. So this next question, I really don't think that you're going to know the answer, <clears throat> but I put it in here because I think it's an interesting discussion. Okay. Um, this artist was hospitalized in 2023 after being struck in the head by a cell phone thrown onto the stage from the audience. Oh. Um, oof. I want to say I heard about this. I I'm know sure I did. I'm sure you did. I know I did. But it's not like an A-list artist. Yeah. That's why I said if you don't know it. But I think it's a cool discussion to talk about because this is becoming more and more of a thing. Yeah. Um, At least with people like going to the hospital. I think it's been a thing forever. But right. Like yeah. It's, well, you know, <laughs> but like people are getting like hurt. Yeah. Well, back in the day, if you were like, you know, a country star or a rock star and somebody threw a bottle at you, you just like your, your security team beat the shit out of the person and threw them out. You yeah. know, like you can't do that now. So yeah. Or, you know, I think too, there is, cause I've actually seen this video, you know, I'm like a big journey fan. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a video where somebody threw a bottle and it hit Neil Sean in the head mm-hmm. and he's like bleeding like bad. Yeah. I mean, they hit him just right and I'm sure it hurt, but they just kept going. Oh yeah. Um, and I feel like, you know, that, was also a thing that happened a lot 
but I think now, you know, everybody, I mean, I'm sure it sucks so like, right. until I get hit in the head with a bottle. I can't say I would keep going, <laughs> but, um, you know, I think it is changing in that way too. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a very rock and roll response because even Journey, like, you know, they're still a rock band, right? So like, that's a very right. rock and roll thing to do. I don't know if I would have, like, if that's like something that like Michael Jackson would have done, you know, like if, if somebody true. threw a bottle at him, he might've like gotten off stage at the very least and like cleaned up and then come back out. Right. You know, you've seen that video, um, where like Keith Richards just like hits the dude with the guitar and then just puts it back on and keeps playing. Have you seen No, that? what? It's like, in the, it's like the late sixties, early seventies, somewhere in there. And this guy just like runs up on stage and he just like takes his guitar off and just like starts beating him with it. And then he puts it back on. <laughs> like, what the shit? Crazy. Was it a Gibson? Yeah. There's no way it survived. If no, it was, it was a, Gibson. a Telecaster. Okay, that's why, it, <laughs> that's why it didn't break. Yeah, I'll send you the video. It's crazy. Oh my yeah. God. I recommend everybody watch it because it's like, wow, that was that was rock that and was roll something yeah <laughs> it doesn't get more rock and roll than that. no it does not uh wow that's crazy yeah. um yeah okay so to answer the question here um oh man i i don't know um can i get a hint i honestly have never heard of the artist okay um but it is in the pop genre i believe um from what i was re- reading this is like a cnn article i found this in mm. um but I haven't heard of them um, before. I don't know if I know. Yeah. The name is Rexa. No. Definitely would have guessed yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Have. But yeah. I, I think it was an interesting question. Yeah, um, for sure. Because, you know, like I know Adele um, made a, a big post about it or a big statement about it. Mm-hmm. Just stuff getting thrown and telling people, you know. Stop fucking I, doing that. I believe that. <laughs> there was a country singer that got hit in the face with a bracelet. And that was a big deal too. Like a heavy um, bracelet, like like a big solid piece. No, it was like a bracelet, bracelet. I think. Oh but, come on. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I mean, it's still they, rude, but like they really... added to the conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they were like, "I got hit too." Oh man. Well, you know, and then there's the other side of it too. Like, was it? Um, I feel like there was a. Uh, some kind of some artist, I don't know if it was a pop star or a rapper. I want to say it was a rapper. Like I almost want to say it was 50 Cent that like threw a microphone at some lady's head. Um and I don't know if that was 2023 or if that's like an old video that just resurfaced or whatever, but I want to say sure that that wasn't like R Kelly. That sounds like an R Kelly thing. It does sound like an R Kelly thing, but no, I don't <laughs> think it was R Kelly. Okay. Um It I don't yeah, know. Maybe. Yeah, I can't remember, but I I want to say um uh, yeah, it definitely was something that happened. Like a microphone got thrown at, at a, um, audience member. So, I mean, it yeah, can go both ways. Oh yeah. Right. I yeah. would say like a microphone is bad. I mean, SM 58 would fuck your shit up and be yeah. fine. <laughs> I mean, I've accidentally hit myself in the mouth with them before. It's a bad time. Yeah. Oh <laughs> it takes yeah. takes a second for mm-hmm. sure to get yourself back together. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I thought you were going to say like 50 Cent got something thrown at him and like made a big deal about it. I'm like, didn't that dude get shot like nine times? <laughs> <laughs> like he complained about a cell phone being thrown at him. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, maybe something, I, I want to say maybe something was thrown at him and then he threw the mic at the person. I don't know. I don't remember all the details. And again, I could be wrong about who it is. There's just, yeah. for I mean, some reason, I want to say that's, I mean, oof, uh, I don't know. I don't know if throwing things is self-defense. Yeah. Unless somebody's like chasing at you. Right. Yeah. And even then, 
I mean, yeah. if you're performing yeah. on a big stage, there's going to be a security team. And yeah, I don't know. Weird. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. But I that has been a big thing in 2023. So I wanted to just throw that in the trivia. <laughs> okay. Because I've seen it a lot. Obviously, we've heard about it a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. All right. So this artist made her rock genre debut after being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2022. Hmm. So she released her first ever rock album in 2023. Was it Dolly? Yeah. <laughs> uh, do Have you, you remember? listened to any of it? No, I haven't. It's actually, uh, so some of them are cooler than others. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. But it actually is. It's a solid effort. I really liked it. Nice. She played with everybody. It was like Paul McCartney and Ringo. Um, they did a song together. I think it was Let It Be. Um, I think. So was it covers? Um, was it a cover album? Yeah. I think she had like two or three originals on it. But mm-hmm. she, she did like, she did Magic Man with Ann Wilson of Heart. Oh. And she did... Um, something with Stevie Nicks and something with Steven Tyler. I'm trying to remember everybody. It was really cool. I enjoyed it. No, that's cool. Um, yeah. I, I, I keep telling myself I'm going to listen to it and I just haven't gotten around to it. So yeah, I, I need mean, to do it. you know, it's still Dolly. So right, like, you yeah. still have her little like sweet squeaky voice, but <laughs> I thought it was cool. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. Um, actually one of my favorite, um, kind of renditions that she did. She did Freebird with the entire band of Leonard Skinnerd. Oh. And I'm not like even a huge like I'm not like the Leonard Skinnerd person. Yeah. But I thought that her genre or her um her take on it was really cool. Yeah. Um they did like a bunch of like harmonies, like vocal harmonies and stuff throughout it. Mm, um, okay. It just made it sound a little less southern rock, but I thought it was in a cool way. And it was free. It was Freebird, you said. Yeah, mm. it was Freebird with the entire band. So like, they had, um, you know, it still had the guitar solos and stuff, mm-hmm. but just the overall composition I thought was actually kind of cooler than the original. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I, I liked it. Um, some of them, I mean, they definitely were not as cool as the original, but yeah, <laughs> you know, it was just for fun. So right. Yeah. I think I thought it was cool. So yeah, you should definitely check it out. And okay. I'm obviously I think I've said before, I'm a big Dolly Parton fan. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I, I'm not the kind of person I don't have like every single one of her albums ever on vinyl or anything like well, that, yeah. but I think she's a really cool person. Yeah. And, um, I appreciate the mark that she's made. Um, kind of like what we were talking about with Taylor Swift earlier. I feel like Dolly has kind of always been in the limelight for like decades. Yeah, totally. And she's somehow managed to really not piss off that many people, which is really hard to do. Yeah. And anyone she has pissed off, like probably deserves it. (laughs) Right. They're just assholes. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah. No, I really appreciate her Mm -hmm. um, and everything that she's ever done. I think she's really, really cool. Yeah, she is. So shout out Dolly. Shout out Dolly if you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sure she is. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. I think actually Dollywood is our number one listening uh, region. Yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) Yeah. No. Um, Okay. So this one, it may be obvious to you. Um, this band released their last ever song, Now and Then, uh, in 2023. Right, the Beatles. Yeah, what'd you think about it? Um, it was good. I mean, um, 
it was interesting. Uh, yeah. You know, I, cause I guess, so did they re-record anything or did they just like use the tapes that were already recorded and kind of like remastered and cleaned it up? I think there was a lot to it from what yeah. I was reading. I think like John did a demo for it in the seventies. Okay. And then George like added to it and tried to make it a song in the nineties. Uh-huh. This is just my understanding. There's actually a documentary about it that I told my friend Judy that I would watch and I just haven't yet because mm-hmm. it's been Christmas time. Right. Um, but I think there's like a lot of layers to it. And then if I'm not mistaken, they even used some like AI technology. Yes, they did. To kind of fill in the blanks. Yeah, I did hear about um, that. Because I think there was a lot of blanks. Like yeah. his demo was not even close to being a finished song. And obviously you don't have john lennon to record anything else so. yeah yeah right um or you know. george <laughs> uh yeah exactly exactly yeah um, that's that's um really interesting like plus side of ai i guess or or uh you know just thinking back to the episode that we did last season about ai and music um and i don't think that was a uh like one possible use of it that we listed like that wasn't among the uses of how it could be um incorporated so it's interesting to see that you know i think ai is going to be really really cool i mean i've been using it for like um concert posters Mm -hmm. to like help with some of the like illustration kind of designs yeah um and then i kind of i've been pulling it into like um adobe illustrator and other things and like fixing what i don't like about it yeah I mean, okay with ai it comes out like the guitar player has like three arms and shit yeah. <laughs> but like <laughs> but like some of the ideas that they come up with are really really cool oh for sure yeah it's a great um, way to, to get things moving right and so i think it's great i mean i i definitely like we said in that episode i don't think it's going to replace people no but i think it's a hell of a tool for sure it's going to augment awesome. people right you know yeah, I think we're going to be able to do things faster and, um, you know, video editing, audio editing, all mm-hmm. that stuff that I just hate doing. Hopefully it makes that way better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Okay. This artist performed the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show in 2023. <laughs> I know you're a big football fan. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> Gotta catch the game every Sunday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, if anybody's wondering what to get Dustin, he really loves football. So socks with footballs on them. Or, you know, just get me like like uh, in a Christmas story when um, Ralphie forgets what he wants and he's on Santa's lap. <laughs> he's like, a football. That's what all little boys like. I so, know. And then Santa yeah. kicks him in the face. Yeah, basically. That's yeah. so sad. <laughs> Um, yes, please do not get me a football. Um, although I, I will say random aside, um, many, well, not too many years ago, but several years ago, uh, I like threw a football for the first time in my life it's and hard. actually, I actually, well, no, I actually got a good spin on it. Like, I, I mean, I didn't what? throw it far. I'm the quarterback, but like, you know, I, or I, I don't know. Was, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I actually got like spins on it every time. Somebody just told me how to do it and like, you know, hold it here. and That's yeah. so cool. So, yeah, I guess I could have been a, a star football player yeah. in a, another life. <laughs> no, I can't do any of it. No. Honestly, like for me, like I can't even really get a spin. I usually just toss it 
and then yeah. everybody laughs and then I'm like, <laughs> never going to try it again. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's not for you. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Most um, sports are. I just accepted it. Just, yeah. So do you want me to give you some hints? Um, yeah. Okay. So she's a billionaire now. Okay. Um, she, I think most of her money has come from her cosmetics line that is called Fenty. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know who it is. It's Rihanna, right? Yeah. 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 That's cool. I like Rihanna. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She falls into the same category as Taylor and Beyonce for me. Like, yeah. Cool stuff. Not really my thing, but I see the appeal and, you know, I respect her, uh, hustle. But, yeah, for sure. I think she's from Barbados. Yeah. Yeah, she's from the islands for sure. Pretty I, cool. I'm pretty sure it's Barbados. I could be wrong, but... Um, yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. That was um, easy. Next question. <laughs> All right. This artist released her memoir, The Woman in Me. Memoir. Wherein she details her experience being placed under a court-ordered conservatorship for 13 years, ah. which ended in 2023. Miss Britney Spears. Yes, mm. indeed. Mm-hmm. Britney, yeah. you know, you gotta love her. She's gone through so much crap. Oh, yeah, for sure. And she's been in the spotlight for all of it. Literally, like, her, basically her whole life. Yeah. And I just can't imagine. We Like, even, I haven't read the memoir yet, but I bet there's some crazy shit in there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, somebody told me recently that they read it and it was a person that I did not expect to, to give one single shit about, um, Britney Spears or, and and her memoir and what, and I was, I don't remember who it was. Um, yeah, I can't remember, but, but yeah, I just remember being like, Whoa, like you read that. Oh, cool. Like, good for you. You know? Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, that whole situation was was definitely super crazy. I mean, I don't I don't know like all the details of it, but um yeah, I know it was um it was really uh fucked up and, you know, her her father and, you know, all those other people really those doctors and her team just really fucked her over. Um yeah. you know, and now she's doing what she wants to do and uh you know, more power to her. Her Instagram feed is a little interesting um <laughs> the knives uh well the, among many other things yeah she's just got some weird shit I don't going follow on her on instagram but i've seen the knife video. me neither I mean, but that was yeah. a huge thing it was <laughs> iconic yeah um no i mean you know and and i don't mean this in a negative way um towards her but like uh all that time really uh, uh clearly did something to her like it really fucked her up like you know and and she's um she's never gonna be like as normal as I guess, quote unquote normal. Uh, I say that, you know, with the caveat of like, nothing's normal, but <laughs> no, I know. you know what I mean? Like, like she's yeah. never going to be normal if, as if like, as opposed to like, if she hadn't gone through that, I guess is what I mean to say. I like, mean, I don't know how you could be. Well, right. Yeah. But you know, some I people, mean, they kind of pushed her to lose her mind and I don't just for mean sure. her family and her dad. I just mean like the public. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah. I remember yeah. being, you know, I was a kid when it happened, but mm-hmm. like even the whole shave your head or shave, you know, yep. that whole thing happened. That yep. was like all people talked about. Yeah. Yeah. For like a while. 
It yep. was just like, oh, let's pull up the tabloid and see what Britney Spears is doing today <laughs> to destroy herself. Like it was, you know, and honestly, yeah, it was just crazy. Again, I can't imagine being in that position where, you know, people are like scrutinizing your every move. Everything. Yeah. Your entire life is under control at, you yeah. know, in your 30s and 40s. That's crazy. Not so good. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Good All for right. Her. Next question. Mm -hmm. This artist shared in May of 2023 that the remaining dates of her Courage World Tour would be canceled as she fights with stiff person syndrome. Stiff person syndrome? Yeah, it's like a it's like a condition where um I forget what it is. I think it's your muscles. Like uh, she, yeah, she's having it. I, I don't know that it's a genetic condition, but uh -huh. it's like super serious. Like you're not able to move. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Uh, oh, I know I heard about this for sure. I am trying mm -hmm. to remember who, who the artist was, um, <clears throat> but I would like to hit? say, yes, before you do though, I would like to say that doctors like y'all got to work on the name for that one. Cause that just sucks. <laughs> stiff person syndrome come on like yeah. there's so many other I things mean, i'm sure there's another name for it i know there is but like <laughs> i guess not doctors whoever gave it the nickname yeah. you know the scientific sure name like, i'm sure is blah, like blah, 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 blah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what okay so um yeah give me a hint give me a hint mm, i'm gonna go deeper cut first because if i give you the big hints you're gonna know immediately okay um i'm your Oh, oh, uh, I know the song. Fuck. Um, you are my man. Yeah, I know the song for sure. I kind of turned it more into share than a little bit. <laughs> it was supposed to be. Um, you reach damn. I really should know this. Um, okay, um, she's Canadian. Oh, uh, I mean. I believe. I believe, I believe, I believe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't think really... English was her first language, so I think she was French. French Canadian. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> Give you another hint. Yeah. Mm, think like New Age. Um, I'm gonna have to do the the main one. Um, um. That wasn't familiar. I don't want to give the main thing away. I, I, mean, I only know. caught part of the melody. I think I think it cut out a little bit there for oh, me. Okay, okay. Um, my heart will go on. Oh, Celine Dion, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I, it it kind of cut off. You the, yeah, I the, was giving you the Titanic theme so that you would know. I, I knew as soon as yeah. I started singing it, you would be like immediately no. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, well, I thought that's what that's I was hearing. I thought that's mm -hmm. what I was hearing, but but then I couldn't be sure because like the the I think the internet got funky for a yeah. second. So well, yeah, I'm also yeah, I'm also like laugh singing, so that oh. didn't help. My okay. voice is all like shaky. That's okay. Yeah, I'm that's like probably halfway laughing. So. Okay, gotcha, but gotcha. Yeah, I mean Celine Dion's also gone through a pretty rough time after her husband died. It seems I don't like know much about that to be honest. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So her husband. Um, he, I believe he was her personal manager. He definitely worked for her mm -hmm. from the time she was like 14. He was a good bit older than her. So it mm. was like very, um, 
you know, it was controversial. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> um, he was uh, yeah. like, I think like 20 plus years older than her. Whoa. And he discovered her when he was like 14 or when she was 14. Apparently, though, they didn't do anything until she was an adult. Okay, but even then, like an adult believe is if, technically 18. <laughs> an adult believe is technically 18, will. and that to me is still a kid. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. So times have uh, changed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was definitely, but I think when he, he passed several years ago, and she seems to have um, deteriorated health wise in many ways mm. since that happened. Um, how how so old is she I'm, now? That is a good question. Here, I'm let gonna, me Google it. I'm, I'm going to sure guess she's, she's late 50s. I was going to say, she's got to be in her 50s, right? Yeah, she's 55. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, she um, she seems to um, have deteriorated after that. Yeah. So I looked it up also. Um, the stiff person syndrome <laughs> is a rare neurological disease. I was going to guess neurological, um, yeah. It continues... To suffer, um, or Celine Dion continues to suffer uncontrollable and painful muscle spasms. Mm, okay. Uh, I wonder if that affects your vocal cords. It has well, to, right? That is, um, yeah. I, I mean, maybe. I mean, she canceled the tour, so maybe well, so. At, or at the very least, it would affect your diaphragm, probably. Yeah. Which would have an impact on your vocals, so. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, mm. without a doubt. Um, Okay, let's do one more right. question here. Sounds good. This singer won Album of the Year at the 2023 Grammys. 2023 Grammys. Album do you ever of watch the, the Grammys? Year. No, I've seen yeah, it. I mean, me I have either. in the past. I've watched the Grammys a couple times. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the, some of the performances can be really cool. And, you know, I, I know it's a, a very obviously special time for the artists and like what I love to be, you know, Grammy nominated or to win a Grammy. Like, yeah, but it's definitely a very political game at the same time. And, you know, like you still have to buy your Grammy, which is fucked. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, that's really fucked up to me. And I'm maybe there's an explanation that would make it make sense. But right now that's my dog. Um, <laughs> right now. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Grammys are a little bit weird to me. Um, but um, as far as who won album of the year, yeah. um, any hints that you might be able to throw my way? Yeah. Uh, I think you really like him. He is a pop singer. Um, he has, he has some pretty cool stuff. I really, I think he's awesome. Is it Harry, um, Harry Styles? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. He won album of the year. I, I mean, he again still sort of falls into the category of like pop stars that I'm not like super like, uh, keeping up with, but mm-hmm. I think the difference with him is that, um, over the past couple of years, um, there's been some songs he's put out that have like really killer bass lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be said for all those artists, but especially him, just the, the way they are, um, grabbing me, uh, yeah, there. I mean, there's some really cool, like uh, sushi music. Uh, what is it? Song for or music for a sushi restaurant or something like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that has a really cool bass line. Um, yeah, there's a few of them that I'm just like, damn. All right, whoever whoever's playing this is fucking killer. Right. Um, you and, know uh, what yeah. I think you would really like. Mm. Um, you can join the um, 
I believe it's NARIS, which is the National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences. Mm-hmm. Um, you just pay like a, a membership fee. Um, mm-hmm. And you can go to the Grammys. Um, but oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually you go to, because, you know, what they televise is like 1% of it. For sure. It's like, a, I think it's like a multi-day thing. Oh, it has like, to be. And yeah. they do it in separate buildings. So like there is a jazz, Americana. Right you know, more underground side of it. Totally, um, yeah. And then there's the pop side of it. I bet you would really like the performances on that side of it. Oh, probably. More. Yeah, I'm you sure I would. I mean? Yeah, um, it's a shame they're not televised. Or maybe maybe there yeah, are, maybe it's more sure accessible now. streamed. Yeah. Somewhere. I, you know, they're just not on like Fox or whatever the well, Grammys yeah. are always shown on. ABC, like. I don't even have know, those nobody. cable channels, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, um, I think that, you know, the Grammy, I think you would like that part of it. I've mm. never been, um, I probably am going to become a member of Norris, um, this year. Okay. Um, nice. just to see, cause it's only, it's not expensive. <laughs> so much? I just wanted to see, let's look, um, Norris membership cost. Uh, it's a hundred bucks a year. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I was hoping it would be. Yeah. <laughs> cause that's, uh, that's attainable. Yeah. For sure. So, and you know, you also get to like, they do all kinds of like, the reason why I would join it, it's not necessarily for the Grammys, but they mm-hmm. do like panels and seminars in cities right. all over the US. So like, it would just be cool to like network and, you know, that kind of thing at, at those events. Yeah. Um, so I may consider joining it this year, but I just wanted to throw that out there because I think a lot of people, they think of the Grammys and they're like, wow, I'll never be able to do anything like that. And it's like, no, you totally can. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, you just, you may not be able to do the Harry Styles part of it. Well, yeah, few will. Yeah. (laughs) Right. But, you know, you can definitely be a part of it and have fun with that side of it. Hmm. I might have to look into that more. All right. That wraps up. Trivia hour. <laughs> I'm going to add sound effects to all this so it sounds yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so now we move to our second part of our 2024 New Year special. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, let's just reflect on 2023 for ourselves. Mm. Um, I know for myself, this was not the easiest year. Um, this was not the year that I reached all the goals that I intended in January mm. of this year, but I feel like I've come out on the other side, a strong person and mm-hmm. ready to take on the next year, which is really all you can ask for truth. But, um, let's dive into it because I think a lot of people could learn or just enjoy, um, our pain and suffering because <laughs> there's a mix of both. Right. So uh, let's just do one at a time each. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. All right, Dustin, you first. Me first. I'm always first. first. All right. <laughs> I have the hiccup, so I'm like you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like a little frog. Fair. <laughs> totally fair. Um, yeah, so personal experiences. So um, the first one that I think is the biggest is actually the most, probably most recent one. Um, and that is, uh, accepting my new position as a music director, um, for, um, uh, Atlanta's school of rock. Um, for those and, that don't know, what is school of rock? 
Um, so it is a um, performance-based music school um, that has like 300 plus locations all around the world. Um, and it is, uh, when I say performance-based, it's because kind of the idea of the teaching method is um, to focus on learning through uh, like learning your instrument through learning songs. So they call it the song first approach, um, which, you know, in, in fairness, uh, and not in a negative way here, um, is not, uh, like a completely new idea. Cause I think most of us as musicians probably like started learning because we wanted to play the songs we liked hearing. Um, you know, I mean, some people start because they want to write songs. Uh, a lot of people start that way, but, um, but School of Rock is the first, um, as far as I know, like at least on a massive scale, uh, music school to um, come from from that specific approach of learning through uh, learning other music and then per- performing that. You know, is kind of the next level that they uh, they add there, which is you join a band and you actually perform, you know, together and put on a show. Um, and it's, it's been great. I mean, I've been with them for a long time now, um, like about seven years, um, as an instructor. Uh, and so, yeah, this year, um, in the last, uh, several months, um, kind of like the end of August, beginning of September, I got pinged, um, for this, uh, position opening up as the music director. Um, and I was like, okay, you know, at first I didn't know if I really wanted to apply for it, but I decided to at least give it a try and just see what it was like. Um, and to my surprise, I actually got the job. So, um, now that is what I'm doing. Um, and it's basically kind of like an admin role that is more focused on, um, overseeing the, the overall music education of the particular school that you are at. Um, and it comes with a lot of responsibility, um, and a lot more hours. <laughs> so I went from being a part-time teacher to a full-time music director in addition to still gigging, um, and doing sessions and, you know, that kind of thing. So basically I'm working two full-time jobs now, <laughs> I feel that. which, <laughs> yeah, um, it's not a, a a crazy thing for musicians, but, um, you know, it's, it's been interesting because, um, I think part of my hesitation at first was that I had this concern that I was like giving in or, um, you know, like giving up on the dream, so to speak. Um, and, you know, walking away from being a, a gigging musician and into this world of like, you know, a day job really. Um, and I think once I took the job, um, I started to feel less like that. And honestly, I don't feel that now. Like, I don't feel like I've given up on the dream because I'm still actively gigging and taking sessions and, um, you know, creating and working with all the same bands that I've been working with, um, it does mean that I have like a lot less time, um, to, uh, to do a lot of other things. Um, and you know, it is, like I said, a full-time position. So I'm there four to five days a week, um, for like eight hours at a time. Um, 
and you know, it's, it's a lot to do. Sometimes it can be a pretty, it can be stressful at times. It can be a very, um, busy, you know, position to be in. Um, and then, you know, on top of that, I'm also like the go-to for, um, any issues that might arise as far as anything to do with the music, um, or equipment or anything like that, um, for the school. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's a lot more to do, but, um, one of the motivating factors was of course, like, you know, an increase in, in income, um, and medical benefits and stuff, which is huge. Um, cause musicians don't usually have that unless you're going through like the, um, ACA, you know, uh, marketplace healthcare, which I did for years. Um, and, uh, so it's just nice to have a little more consistency there where I'm not as stressed, uh, about money because as much as I was gigging and teaching, you know, money was still tight and it's not like it's gotten untight, but maybe slightly less, uh, worrisome on the day to day. Um, and that's good. Um, I also like the experience I'm getting. Like, I feel like I'm already learning to be even more organized and more efficient than I was, um, before taking the job. Mm -hmm. Um, I've met a lot of new, really cool people, you know, new instructors, um, and just other people across the country that, that work for, uh, for the school of rock as well. And, um, so it's kind of like opening up the network. Um, it's a good resume builder too, is of just being kind of in this kind of position of, um, responsibility. Cause I'm, I'm basically, I'm not the manager of the school, but I am in a management position, which is not something I've ever done before. Um, mm-hmm. so that, you know, it was daunting and it still kind of is <laughs> to be honest. Um, but overall I don't regret, um, taking it by any means. Like I'm, I'm, I am actually like happy with it and enjoying it. Um, it's not perfect. Nothing ever is though. Um, will I be here forever? No, I don't think so. Um, I don't think that was ever the plan, you know, uh, I don't know for sure what will happen in the, in the future, but, um, I intend to stick around for a while and, and see where it goes and, um, you know, build more of a network that in, in that area, um, of my life. Um, and again, just kind of gain the experience, um, of doing this job and then, um, you know, we'll see where things go. Cause I, ideally, you know, I mean, I still want to do touring and I still want to be, um, really pursuing my main passion of performance and, uh, recording and writing, um, which I fully intend to do and stick to. And, um, you know, hopefully this next year brings in more of that, but, um, you know, I'm also trying to build a little bit of financial stability, um, to save more, um, so that I can have that to kind of lean on if, uh, if I move on, you know, into, uh, other ventures. So anyway, I know that's a bit long winded, but no, <laughs> that was great. that's like probably the biggest, like most recent and like somewhat life changing thing that's happened this year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was awesome. Your turn. Um, for <laughs> me. Yeah. Um, one thing that happened and it was actually really recently, I've kind of had um, kind of a healing of, I don't want to say a healing of wounds because that's like super dramatic, but kind of a trying to rebuild a relationship mm-hmm. that had gone south in the music business side of it. Mm. Um, basically, I had worked with some people 
that um, really didn't deliver on what they had promised. Mm -hmm. Um, even though, you know, it was like a contractual obligation and, um, you know, I had held a resentment against that for a while, Mm -hmm. um, just because I felt like I upheld my side of the contract right? and did everything I was supposed to do. And ultimately the, the, um, event or the, the project, however you want to look at it, kind of flopped. And I feel like it wasn't necessarily because of me. Like, I felt like I kind of did everything that I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this year, I really tried to kind of put um, kind of the past aside. And I'm proceeding with caution more than I did before, which I think sure. is really important in this industry. Um, just because there are so many snaky kind of people. Um, yeah, definitely. But, um, you know, just trying to not completely shut off an option, um, of future work just because I'm holding resentment. Um, and I've, you know, I've had a discussion with those people and like I said, I'm, I'm going to proceed with caution, but, um, I think it's really important in this industry because really the music industry is kind of a small industry. It's yeah. massive in some ways, but it's small as far as the contact pool. Definitely. And so I didn't want to destroy a relationship, but I also didn't want to get taken advantage of a whole lot more. Yeah. Um, which I felt like I was. Um, kind of objectively. Um, cause I was doing, you know, multiple projects for these people and really spending a lot of my time, um, uh, kind of working with them and kind of felt like I got fucked over. So, yeah. um, you know, it's been hard, but I think for me it was a big, you know, moment of growth. And, um, so yeah, that was a big step for me this year. Um, just because it kind of was one of the worst things to happen in the last few years. And I've tried to, like I said, not like completely forget about it, but, you know, tried to kind of rebuild as much as I can. Yeah, that's hard to do. Well, like, what do you feel like? Because, um, you know, it, it, it'd be it's really easy to just say like, oh, fuck it and walk away and, and never, you know, try to keep that door open or. Um, yeah. you know, like, what is it, do you feel like that motivated you to do that or what helped you, um, you know, stay, I guess a little more neutral? I mean, for me, I think honestly, the music industry, like I was saying is kind of small. Um, it just seems like everybody knows everybody, especially within the same city, but even bigger than that, Mm -hmm. like we all kind of know the same people. And so I didn't want to alienate myself from the whole industry just because I had a problem with a handful of people. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to be the bigger person and be like, well, I can forgive that. I'm not going to forget it. That's something I've definitely learned in life in general. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to forget it. I'm still going to be weary of it, but I'm going to forgive it and proceed with caution. Yeah. You know? Um, Mm -hmm. and just, I'm not going to ruin any chance I have at meeting their contacts because I'm just like, 
you know, F you dude, <laughs> you know, wh- right. whatever else. But uh, I'm definitely not going to put as much heart into it as I did before. Yeah. Which I think is just part of growing up, you know, which sucks. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, you kind of just get <laughs> beaten down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, and I, I think too, like, I don't want that to make me less excited about future things. Yeah. I really am trying not to let that happen because future things are the only chance you have. Yeah. So, um, saying like, well, this didn't work, so that's not going to work. That's not going to do you any good. Yeah. Um, you know, but I am going to look at it as, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to put like everything on the line for other people. I'm still going to think about myself and that kind of could lean into my next point as well. Um, but before we get there, I want to hear your next point. <laughs> okay. Go D Willie. Um, <laughs> um well, you know, just to to tag on on what you said, um I think uh it's wise to I think you you made a wise decision as far as like, you know, trying to keep things uh copacetic. Mm-hmm. Um and again, it's hard to do, you know, cuz I mean, there are times where it's just not worth doing that. But I think a lot of the time, you know, with the music industry is kind of like, a, like you said, it's small in a lot of ways. Um, it's like a, a village, you know, if you think, mm-hmm. you know, how our ancient ancestors like got us to, to us, <laughs> how we got here, you know, right. um, obviously survival and, and, um, and fighting hard to, you know, but um, I think, you know, it's, it's that small village mentality of like, you know, hey, we don't all have to like be best friends, but, um, you know, if we're going to do this thing, if we're going to succeed and grow, then we kind of have to put aside some of our differences. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and like I'm you not... said, Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, just, you know, to like proceed with more caution, I would say, you know, like take more calculated risks and, you know, be more upfront Mm-hmm. about how you're feeling or what you're looking for out of something. If you're, I think honesty is, you know, it's, it really is so important and it's hard to do it sometimes. It really is, you know, for some people especially, but, um, but what I mean by that too is just, you know, like again, expressing your, um, concerns and expressing your, um, needs is really huge. Um, and that goes for any kind of relationship, you know, whether it's a personal relationship or a business relationship or whatever. Um, you know, that's something that I'm still working on myself in that, and is communicating those, um, those needs and, uh, communicating when I feel like there's a problem. Right. You know? And uh, what, it, were, what were you going to say? Yeah, earlier? I was going to say for me, it's been hard to kind of separate. Um, and I think it's because music is such an, like a personal industry. It's been hard mm-hmm. to separate like personal friends from business associates. Yeah. Um, like, you know, and I think like for me, it's been really hard, like, if I work for you on a song and you've torn apart my creativity and my 
lyrics, which are like very personal to me usually. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to not like come to your house and have pool parties and cookouts and <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's this, I love. It's hard for you to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love that part of it, you know? So it honestly, it's hard for me to not do that. It's hard. Oh, for, oh. you know, it's hard for me to be like, oh yeah, we just work together on this record and now I we're, see. now we're going to be, you know, platonic business associates you know what I mean like it's it's such a personal thing for me and I I really like get close to the people that I work with probably to Mm -hmm. a fault um kind of in retrospect um I probably look to the people that I work with too personally Mm. um because then I get like super emotionally invested in it um right which is usually not great <laughs> yeah. you know because uh, <laughs> it can be tough, they yeah. also are not personally invested in it it leads to a lot of problems um yeah but that's kind of a character flaw for myself with working with other people is like if I work with you and like we're doing stuff on a regular basis you're like you're my new friend. Like you're my new person that I'm doing stuff with. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah, it's yeah. hard for me to just be like, okay, this is over. Handshake. Thank you, kind sir. I'll send the contract <laughs> over. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah, hard yeah. for me, which, um, like I said, I, I know that that's not good. Um, because at the end of the day, a lot of this is business, mm-hmm. but that's probably going to be hard for me for the rest of my life. Like, it's just kind of who I am as a person. Yeah. Like people that I work with, I just kind of want to get super close to them. Um, and you know, okay, let's get like super off topic for a second. Okay. But, <laughs> like, am I wrong? Anytime I meet a new person, I'm like 21 questions. Yeah, I think a lot I'm of like, the time for sure. I'm I mean, like, what's you- your favorite color? What yeah. is your favorite cartoon growing up? You know, um, what's your What's yeah. your mom's name? Is your brother in ROTC in high school? <laughs> like, it's it's just it's like that's pretty um, true. That's pretty true. Is that wrong? <laughs> is it? You mean like? Is it? No. Like, wrong? like am I wrong? <laughs> uh, are For, you? No, you're 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 no, not wrong. Yeah, like I do that right. Oh, yes. Yeah. Correct. Totally. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I that's what I'm saying. Like, that's hard for me. I can't even make that cut off. Yeah. I'm like, tell me everything about you. Like, yeah. what's your dog's name? Did you ever have a cat? Um, tell me about what's the saddest your... thing that happened to you as a child. Right. <laughs> what is your deepest fear? Yeah. Um, but like, that's just who I am as a person. Like, I really yeah. do care about those things. And I think that that's my personality. And so that kind of feeds into the it's really hard when people are like, oh, I'm going to like, or, you know, they kind of screw you over in the sense I was talking about earlier, or even Mm -hmm. like things that aren't screwing you over when it's just like, I'm going to, you know, go do this over here or, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard for me because I'm like, oh, I thought we were bestest friends, (laughs) you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) The little puppy dog, you know, that's like, oh, are they ever coming home from the grocery store? <laughs> you know, that's, that's me for sure. So, yeah. um, I, yeah, I agree. That is. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's me. So, uh, I'm working on that. I'm trying not to get as emotionally invested into people as I always have been. But honestly, that's probably how I'm going to be forever. But that is something that I've struggled with this year. 
So just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I, I get that. Um, I think, I think I have felt that way before. I think, um, cause like I, I get really attached to projects too. And, um, you know, and the people that I work with and, and play with and, uh, create with, cause you know, creation, um, is so personal and so, um, you know, interconnected, I guess, uh, for lack of a better, um, uh, turn of phrase here. But, um, yeah, I think for me, maybe it's been a little bit different because I, I have been doing, um, like freelance work for such a long time right. that I, I definitely have developed a, a little bit of, a um, a detachment to things. Um, I've developed an ability to detach. I don't know. I don't, I mean, it, it's, it's got its ups and downs, right? Like I think the fact that you do get attached is also what can make you a really great, what does make you and can cont continue to make you a really great songwriter and artist because you are in touch yeah, with your maybe so. connections with people, you know? And, um, and so you know how to relate to people on a, on a deeper level. Like you're not afraid to get, um, to the nitty gritty of it, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, no, I'm kind of the opposite, you know, in those like comedy, romantic comedy movies where it's like, they're afraid to commit. Mm -hmm. I'm like day one. I'm like, we're in a relationship now. <laughs> <laughs> Not that bad, but you know what I yeah, mean? Like, I know what you mean. I'm yeah, automatically yeah. like, you know, like I said, I just want to know more about you and get to know you as a person. And then if I like who that person is, I'm pretty much willing to kind of put everything on the line yeah, to make sure that that person is taken care of and happy. Yeah. And so, you know, that's just kind of who I am as a person. Yeah. Which again, you know, I mean, it can have its upside. Right. And I think it's just how you learn how to protect yourself. Right. Um, because, because that's who you are. Like for me, I, my learning, um, curve, I guess is, is learning to open up and to be more connected to people and to, to stay more connected and, and reach out and check in on people and things like that. Whereas for you, I, I think it's the other way around, like learning to, um, to protect yourself a little bit. Right. I mean, it doesn't mean you have to put up this big wall and, you know, completely disconnect, but, um, but at the same time, like you said, you know, it's probably like a core personality trait for, for you and, and my, as mine is for me. Right. Um, and we just have to, continue to learn, uh, and grow and, and, um, we'll learn how, how to, uh, live life and adjust to it and, um, you know, make compromises on it where we can, um, but stick to that trait at the same time when we feel like it really matters. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I think um, it's important. Isn't it so funny though, that like we've kind of built this podcast given those personality traits, <laughs> And the band, because yeah. you're like, ah, I'm going to take it day by day. And I'm like, I'm Buddy the Elf. What's your favorite color? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It's for sure. Well, I mean, that's maybe that, maybe that's why, you know, it's because we, we can find, because we're both getting the th something out of it, you know, right. um, that is working for us. And uh, yeah, I mean, um, sometimes you need that balance. Yep. To to make something work. So cheers to you. Um, working on it. <laughs> yeah. As we always will be. Work, work, work. Um, <laughs> uh, so to um to get back on the train here, um I guess my my next one 
if I were going to go with, uh, you know, another personal experience here for me this year, um, I would say it's, um, you know, it kind of interesting because we just did an episode about, um, knowing when to say no to a gig. Um, and then like the same week that we had that episode, I got an offer, um, for a big tour. Um, and, uh, yeah, I had to really think about that one. (laughs) Um, I, you know, just to, to get rid of the suspense here, I ultimately decided not to go on the tour. Um, but it was definitely tempting. Um, you know, I mean, it's been a long time since I've really been out on the road for an extended period of time. Um, the tour would have taken me overseas to Europe and into Canada. Um, and you know, that would have been really, really exciting. Um, and I'm sure I I would have had a, a wonderful time, um, and learned a lot and grown and, you know, um, but there was a lot of factors for me, um, why I had to turn it down, um, or why I felt like I had to turn it down. Um, and I won't go into all of them. Some of them are a little more personal than others. Um, but I think that the two biggest ones, um, were, uh, that I, I'm already committed to a lot of things in general, Um, but I already have like gigs and, um, studio sessions and stuff like booked well into the new year. Um, and I, I'm just at a point in my life, I think where those speaking of, you know, making personal relationships through business and, and, and trying to separate those, um, the relationships that I've built, over the years in the bands that I play in and the artists that I work with and work for, um, have turned into much more personal, close relationships. And, um, the past couple of years, like 2021, um, 2022, I mean, even 2020, um, on, on more of a worldwide scale, uh, I've dealt with a lot of death and loss. Um, not necessarily in, in a direct way, um, but kind of vicariously through other people that are very close to me. Right. Um, and I think that those experiences, um, have kind of made me reevaluate a little bit about like what really matters to me in my life. And, um, you know, I think I've come to terms or, or come to the realization rather that, um, for me right now, it's the relationships that I have and that I've built. Um, because those are the only things that I feel like, uh, you know, are really, um, irreplaceable or, you know, they're, they're, um, the only things that really matter, you know, when you leave this earth, like, are you going to regret you know, not taking the big tour. Yeah, maybe. But I think for me personally, I would regret, um, the potential loss of numerous friendships and, um, you know, projects that, that I have put my own personal love and energy into that, that do matter to me, um, a great deal because of the commitment and the energy and time that I've put into them. Um, you know, and, so I know I wouldn't, I would be a terrible, I am a terrible businessman in that way. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be like a wall street stockbroker or like, you know, like that's, I'm maybe in that way I am too connected. Um, so that's why I feel like I can kind of relate to your, your previous, you know, point on being really personally invested in, into the people and projects. 
Um, so I think that was a big one. Um, and, and I think I've mentioned this before, but like I, I have made the other decision in the past where I've said, oh, okay, I'm going to take the tour. I'm going to take this opportunity and I might have to back out of some things I've committed to. Um, and it did kind of fuck up some friendships for a little bit and, you know, or it did kind of, um, it made me feel bad. <laughs> like it really made me feel bad. And thankfully, you know, for the most part, I was able to kind of recover from those situations. Um, but it, it's not something I want to, um, do <laughs> again, you know? And, uh, so yeah, that was a big one, a big reason why. Um, and then the other reason is, uh, definitely, well, again, there was a lot of reasons, but I think one of the bigger reasons is this new job, um, that I just started. And yeah, it's, it's from the financial side for sure. Um, and you know, having the benefits, but also honestly, it's kind of like, like morally, um, I think I would feel really bad about like, you know, taking this, this job, um, and building up the, I guess, hopes for, um, the people that I immediately work with, like my, my immediate colleagues and my general manager and, you know, people that work, uh, that I work alongside with, um, who are dependent on me right now. And especially right now, because the, the school really was going through a lot of changes and had a lot of stuff to, um, to fix. And, uh, you know, they needed somebody, a music director to be able to take on some of that role, um, that the other two people were like getting swamped by cause they had a lot of other things that weren't in the music director role that they had to work on. And now they were also having to take on that job. Um, and you know, they, they're good people. Like they, they've shown to be very good people and very, um, caring uh, and hardworking. And, and I just, I think there was a big part of me that just morally felt wrong about, you know, taking this job and then all of a sudden being like, actually, uh, I'm going to go, <laughs> you know, um, cause they've invested a lot of time and, and energy, uh, into me as well. So I think those are the biggest factors, um, among, like I said, some others, uh, that are a little more personal that I'll just leave out for now. But, um, yeah, it was hard. It was a hard decision. Um, it's, it's still kind of hard. You know, there's definitely a part of me that's like, damn, but I kind of like would love to be out there, but, um, you know, it's, it's not the right time. And maybe in the future, if that offer comes along again, um, it'll be a little different and I might feel differently. Um, it was also very last minute cause the tour starts at the beginning of February and, you know, I got this offer like two weeks ago. So, uh, it's like, wow, I have like two months to basically tell everybody that they have to find a new bass player and tell my job that they need to find a new, you know, music director and all this stuff. And I was like, I just, I, I can't do that to them. Uh, and I can't do that to myself really. I think it would have been a lot of stress. Um, yeah. so yeah, anyway, <laughs> again, sorry for the long winded answers no, here, but good. you know, yeah. Um, well, I guess my last point I guess these are like hard reflections for the year because the year overall Mm -hmm. hasn't been like I was saying earlier as productive and wonderful as I had hoped it would be. Um, kind of at the end of the year, I was on the flip side of that. Um, Mm -hmm. for the first time in a few years. And that was really hard. Um, you know, um, kind of for the, all the reasons I just said, (laughs) Yeah. Um, in the last point, but, um, 
you know, I think for me, the more that, so the more that you've, for myself, the more that I've experienced this situation of like losing people, whether temporarily or permanently, Mm -hmm. it gets easier in a way, you know, cause you know, like it is doable. Um, like I remember the first time in my life that I ever lost a band member that I was really close with. It honestly felt like the loss of like a relationship or like a brother. Mm -hmm. Like it was like devastating, you know, it felt like your lover that you've dated for years all of a sudden was like, actually, I'm going to break up with you. It kind of felt like that in a way. And it didn't feel like that this time. Um, but it still sucked and it, you know, I was super happy, um, for him. Um, but at the same time I was just like, well, damn, (laughs) like, what am I going to do? You know? Mm -hmm. Um, so it was kind of like a complicated grief (laughs) kind of thing. Um, but I think that a lot of people probably experience that. Um, you know, whether, however hard they feel it probably depends on the people in the group and the, you know, a a very complicated situation. Always. But for me, you know, it, it, it was definitely a loss. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, I hope that in some way, I think I handled it super well. So I hope that this could be like an inspiration to people that experience the same thing that are also like kind of emotionally driven. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to look at it from that person's perspective and um, I didn't let how I was feeling in the moment, like overtake the conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I wasn't like, well, what about me? <laughs> you know, I <laughs> yeah. like avoided that completely. Yeah. And um, I tried not to make it their problem. Yeah. Um, I just kind of took it on myself, um, which was really hard, but I mean, it, it happens, it happens all the time and it probably happens in situations that are even way harder than my own, (laughs) you know, in situations where it's really, really important. Um, and honestly, I've probably made a lot of business decisions, um, that weren't too smart, um, considering that, you know, people are people, um, Mm -hmm. And while I regret them, (laughs) there's nothing I can do about it now. So I just have to kind of figure out, um, you know, the steps to take to try to move past that. Yeah. Um, how to avoid it in the future. Yeah. And also, you know, kind of what we're going to talk about in the next thing with the goals for next year is like kind of just realizing like nobody is really more committed to it than you are yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, so true. like, and I'm bad about that. Like I'm bad about saying like, you know, it's not I, it's team, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And kind of putting all of the emphasis on teamwork when, not that teamwork's not important, but at the end of the day, you do have to realize like nobody cares more about you than you or right. they shouldn't. Yeah. Um, 
which I've been really bad about. So um, I need to get a lot better about that. And I think that that will help me kind of in every way. You know, it will help me kind of move on from things that have that have hurt me and things that, um, you know, are honestly out of my control. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, just realizing like, you know, nobody's really looking out for you more than you. So you should probably start looking out for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's been a hard truth that I've learned this year, not just with that scenario, but um, kind of with multiple things. You know, um, I've had a lot of people tell me over the years, like, you know, why don't you do, you know, more stuff that's like solo or blah, blah, blah. And for me, um, I think I would rather do stuff that's group related and then involves things that are more than myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm starting to realize, like, as far as the decision making process, you kind of have to still look out for yourself. Yeah. Um, because most every decision I've made in the past, wow, however many years has been, I've really looked at myself last, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try to stop doing that going forward. Yeah. Um, at least, you know, in a greater picture way. I'm not just talking like financially or whatever. Sure. Um, you know, money comes and goes, but I'm just talking like big picture stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I just realized like everything's fragile. So, you know, at the, at the end of the day, you kind of have to look out for yourself. Yeah. So that's a well, big kind of takeaway from this year for myself. And, and I think to tag on that, um, you know, like looking out for yourself, um, can mean like putting the mask on f- to get the oxygen before you put it on your, you know, spouse or your kid in the right. plane that's going right, down. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like not to get dark, but like, no, I, I see what you're you know, saying sometimes, though. yeah, it's like, you got to survive. You, you got to get in the lifeboat in order to help other people get on kind of thing, you know? And I mean, I think um, that that's true. Like just to give a perspective, like let's just do financial for a second because that's mm-hmm. numbers and everybody can understand it. You know, say that you're a business owner and mm-hmm. you make a thousand dollars at a gig and there's four people in the group. And instead of doing $250 each, you give all of them, I don't know, $333 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, then the next gig, you make no money because you didn't give yourself money. You now can't pay them anything. Mm-hmm. So now not only do you not have money, they don't have money and they're not as invested as you are. So right. now nobody has money yeah. and you're in a bad situation, you know? And I'm not saying yeah. that is a way of like, you should fuck over the people you're working with. I don't mean that no, at no. all. I'm just saying like, you know, even from like an objective standpoint, let's get past the emotional part. Right. You know, if you don't ever give anything to yourself, you can't keep helping the people around you. Yeah. You're just going to run dry and then you have nothing to give. So then nobody has anything, you know. Right. That's kind of what I, my analogy there. No, it's good. I mean, yeah. I mean, any any business 
essentially operates that way, right? Like, right. you know, if you get hired to work for somebody, like you're not getting the same amount of pay as the business is making on a daily basis because then the business would make no money. Right. <laughs> so, you know, which means the business doesn't survive and nobody wins because now everybody's out of a job. Right. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good analogy. And, and, um, and I think, you know, something that's very applicable. Yeah. Um, no, I think, you know, it's something a lot of people struggle with. And I just know that from talking to people. Mm hmm. Um, yep. Yeah. So do you want to move to 2024? I do. And our perspective. I think we're all ready to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. So actually both of us were more in, or both of us had the same goal, at least is number one, which was mm -hmm. content creation. Yep. Yep. For sure. <laughs> I'm going to do the party <laughs> horn there. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, this is obviously just an important part of the modern music industry and it's something mm -hmm. that I've struggled honestly to find the time and motivation to do, uh, yeah. on the level that it needs to be done. Um, and so, yeah, that is something I definitely want to do in 2024 and anybody that's trying to be an independent musician or even a business in the music industry, I highly suggest that you focus on that this year. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of the way things are right now. And, you know, I think finding a balance between, you know, I think you have to be authentic with it. And right. I think that's, that's the part I know for me that I've struggled with is like, I don't want to post anything that I'm not excited about. Right. You know, or not really like doing because I just want to do it like something that I would do on my own anyway, you know? Yeah. And I think for me, I need to stop being afraid of the perspective or the perception of other people with content creation. Mm -hmm. Cause the videos yeah. that I've thought were the funniest and like the most exciting people mm -hmm. had bad receptions too. <laughs> like I remember it was probably a year plus ago now, probably a little bit more. I did this like super goofy, like Patreon video mm -hmm. where like it had like my you know, stuffed animals in it as the audience and like mm -hmm. I had like cloud talk bubbles coming from them. I thought it was hilarious, but like terrible reception. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, I thought it was funny and I had so much fun doing it. Yeah. I was like, I just, you kind of have to just not give a fuck. Yeah, um, it's true. And so I, I hope I can get let that kind of stuff go and make mm -hmm. more content like that this year. <laughs> Cause it really was fun for me. <laughs> That's do. what it really has. It has to be, you know, it really has to be, I think it's gotta be fun. Yeah. It was just so silly. And you know, I want to do more stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think you should. Yeah. I, 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 even though I have it as my goal, I think that's, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what I want it to be, you know, cause I've done so many different types of things of like just playing, you know, baselines that I really enjoy, like little cover clips or, you know, quick, like 60 second loops that I put together and jam on. And then I've done like lesson tips and stuff like that. And I honestly love all of it though. I think a combination would be cool. <laughs> yeah. And maybe, maybe I just need to I think I know what I really need to do, I think, which is schedule time. Yeah. Um, and I think like I was actually doing pretty okay with like consistently posting something like m at least once a week mm -hmm. for a while. Um, same. but I've really dropped off in the fall. Yeah, and, same. um, I think a lot of it had to do with the new job, 
um, and adjusting to a totally different schedule. Well, not a totally different, but somewhat different schedule. Um, so, you know, I, I think a big goal for me in the content arena and just in general is to like, um, really regiment my day more. And I think that like, for me, as much as I don't want to do that, it's something that I need, like for yeah. my personality. I think I need that. Well, as your biggest fan, I have loved all your content. <laughs> Every time you post something, I'm like, whoop, whoop. Like, I don't even oh. play bass that much. And I'm like, all right, top bass lines in GTA. Let's go. <laughs> like, I'm all about it. That was it. fun. That was fun. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll try to. Yeah. Increase I thought it was then. cool. And. Hopefully, whenever I post my super nerdy content, you'll be like, all right, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do like the things you post. Yeah. They're so stupid. They're always fun. It's just silly. Um, so we had another one in common. I love that we're sharing mm -hmm. so many is practice. And for me, yeah. I included musical proficiency mm -hmm. because I really have not studied music theory since my freshman year of college. And okay. I'm running... <laughs> I'm running uh, into some situations where I'm like, oh, I remember that, but I don't remember how to do it. Oh, okay. Uh, like what? Uh, so actually, I remember one of the ones really recently, we were doing mm -hmm. a writing session at your house, and I don't remember exactly. It was a jazz chord. Um, and as soon as you said it, I was like, yeah, I know how to finger that. I've done that before, but it wasn't instantaneous for me. Mm -hmm. And so I had a moment of like, oh, shit, like, uh, let me remember how to do this really quick. <laughs> and it was like embarrassing for me. I was like, uh, oh, shit, I don't know. Like, it took me a minute. And, that, you know, I don't want to have that happen yet, yeah. like in, in my career. So I definitely I've been working on it. I actually have some workbooks in my laptop Ooh, bag that nice. are from Berkeley that are just General, um, I'm actually pretty good at sight reading, especially rhythms. I can mm -hmm. pretty much read sight reading rhythms in time. Uh, wow, it, that's unless that is good. they're <laughs> crazy tempos. Yeah. Uh, but rhythms, I'm very comfortable with. Um, notes, I'm not as good at on guitar as I am on saxophone because I haven't practiced it as much. Mm -hmm. But I've found doing gigs with guitar usually if there's a chord on top and I'm comping as long mm -hmm. as I have the chord and the rhythm I can go ba ba da dum ba da 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 ba da you know I can read the right. rhythm and play the chord and we're fine yeah um and it sounds like I've played it a million times <laughs> so <laughs> I have gotten by on mediocrity or mediocrity there we go for a while a lot of people have <laughs> yeah but I don't want to be that way have. No, I mean, I, I admit that I'm never going to... You're also not mediocre, I don't think I'm going to be um, to the level... Oh, my gosh. Now I'm blanking on his name. This is so embarrassing. Who's the jazz guitar player with the crazy hair? With the crazy hair? Yeah, oh. Um, uh, oh, come on. He's such a big deal. He's been on Rick Beato. Crazy hair guy. Oh, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> uh, let me see. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, jazz guitar players I like I mean, yeah. Pat Metheny. Pat Metheny. Oh, I'm never yeah. going to be Yeah, I guess he does have I'm crazy never going to be on that level. Like I just right. know I'm never going to be like oh, like I'll do this solo over these fucking insane chord changes at 250 BPM. But also right. I don't know that that's really what I want to be. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, like 
you know, I'm not trying to get to that level, but I just want to be more proficient than I am. I'm just stumbling all over myself. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I just want to be more proficient than I am. Uh, What about you? Um, yeah, I mean, I think overall, like it's pretty much the same thing. Like, um, I think I'm noticing, um, cause like my practice schedule has been thrown off too with the new job. And, and so like, I have not been putting in the same hours that I used to. Um, and that's really bothering me a lot because, uh, uh just number one, like I'm not getting that same amount of like expression through it that I was getting even three months ago. Um, so I just want to get back to that. Um, and again, I think that's going to be a scheduling thing, just like forcing myself to be on a schedule, um, of practice. And, uh, but yeah, I think, you know, as I get like, I still, I'm still like, I'm only, you know, at the beginning of my thirties. So I, I feel young still, but, um, you know, I am noticing certain things like, um, you know, certain, like, I guess, aches that I'll get in my hands, um, or fingers like that I didn't used to have that are like worrying enough to be like, okay. But can I ask you a question? Mm -hmm. Are you technically more proficient and doing way harder things than you were when you were 23? Oh, a hundred percent. Well then that's probably why (laughs) I don't know that it's necessarily age. I think it's the level of the stuff that you're doing. Well, to a degree, you know what I mean though? Like, it's almost like, yeah, you were running a mile when you were 23, but now you're trying to run a marathon every day. Like, of course you're going to hurt worse. Yeah. I I mean, maybe there's some of that, but no, I I really do think like, um, just based off of the stuff I've read and, and some conversations I've had with my, um, uh, primary care physician, um, (laughs) Like I, I might be like starting to kind of run into some like very early, um, arthritic issues. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, uh, I mean, to, to be frank and and transparent, like concerning and bring um, out the Voltaren, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, yeah, it's a little scary to be honest. Um, because my, my career is music and that's like, that's not changing, (laughs) you know? So like as someone that just really appreciates your talent. I think that if worse comes to worse, like I know you don't appreciate him, but like Keith Richards hands are literally like crumpled up and he's still going on stage every night. So like it is possible. You just may not be able to do to the level that you're doing now, but you will still be able to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I do. I think there's going to be certain limitations that I'll eventually run into. He also has like Keith Richards money uh, that I don't have to sure. be able to pay for doctors and medicines and surgeries that I don't have. Yeah. Um, the heroin. So, you know, I mean, that probably loosens yeah. him right up. Or at least used to. Used to, right. Yeah. So, you know, I have to work with what I have versus what he has. I was just trying to bring a little positivity to the conversation. No, I appreciate it. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not, I'm trying, like, I am already staying positive in general about it in that, like, I feel like, because one of the things my doctor even was saying, like, I told her about these concerns that I had and she's like, well, you know, maybe like you do need to you know, keep that consistency up with playing because like when you're not playing as much and not using those joints as much, like that can actually sometimes make the arthritis, uh, early, you know, arthritis signs worse. Um, and I will say, I mean, I've read diet will help with it too. Yeah. 
yeah. which is and probably the hardest one when you're a musician because you eat it, late. It's definitely and hard. Yeah, you eat carbs. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know. yeah, it's weird. Cause like my, my diet has cleaned up slightly over the past several months, but, um, there was definitely a while, like uh, speaking of, of goals for next year, and we'll kind of tag this into the next one that we both are sharing. Um, again, another goal that we have in common, I mean, um, which is physical and mental health. Yeah. Let's get into um, it. You know, so like this past year definitely has not been my most physically healthy year. <laughs> um, you know, I'm still within like an acceptable, uh, like I guess BMI range or whatever. And, and, you know, I'm feeling like generally okay, but you know, I've put on a few pounds, um, <laughs> nothing like <laughs> scary for me yet, but enough to be like, Oh, I need to be careful here. Um, you know, cause I just don't have the metabolism that I did even three years ago. Yeah. Um, and, and I do not get enough physical, uh, exercise for sure. Um, and I'm sure, you know, there are people out there listening that can relate. Um, and it's hard, it's a hard thing to do. Cause it's, again, it's another thing you have to schedule in <laughs> and it's like, I already have zero time. Right. So like finding the time to do that is really tough. But, um, but yeah, I, I know for me, I want to be healthier, um, so that I can do things that I really want to do and, and so that I can continue to play and, and hopefully, you know, go on a tour and, um, multiple tours and, and keep doing the thing that I love doing in, in a bigger capacity. Um, I think taking better care of myself is going to be a, a big first step there. Um, right. but what about you? Um, on that, that point, kind of the same. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. basically I, I really want to honestly get to like a weight and physical health standpoint where I'm happy with myself. Mm -hmm. It's been several years since I was, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so I definitely want to work on that because I know that that is a, also a huge part of my mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, just not being where I want to be when I look in the mirror, that's, you know, huge. Yeah. Um, and then as far as mental health, um, I think I'm doing okay with that actually. Um, but I do want to keep kind of moving in the right direction, just trying to, um, I have a tendency to catastrophize or mm. whatever the word for that is. Um, works for me. Yeah. Um, so like the littlest thing I'm like, Charlie Brown, I'm like, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is totally, the end. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I think a lot of that is just like the more I've experienced, like getting through hard things. I'm like, well, you got mm -hmm. through that. You can get through this. Come on now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think just in general, taking better care of myself physically um, will make my mental health better this year. So I really yeah. want to focus on that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, as a musician, it may not seem like physical health is super important, but I think it is. Um, just as oh, a yeah. human being in general. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And, and it's, you know, it's one of those things that also just looks different for every single person, you know, cause like, you know, you can be super skinny and have bad cholesterol, um, and vice versa. Or you could know? just hate so, myself. I've known tons of self-loathing skinny people. Uh, right. So, yeah, like, exactly. It doesn't necessarily matter for that, but for me, it definitely is, you know, kind of a, a thing I struggle with a lot. Yeah. Um, and, no, I, get and it. I think too, like 
it's because I compare myself not only to others, but how I used to look, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, sure. Well, yeah. I used to be 120 pounds. And so now I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck happened? You yeah. Know? So <laughs> yeah. There's that. And, you know, but I'm, I, I really want to work on that this year. Cause I think that's going to be really yeah. important for me. Um, I think once maybe we can, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, maybe we can try to help each other, like hold each other accountable. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, cause I think if I can get that under control, so many things are going to fix themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like my self-confidence is going to get better. Um, my willingness to post content is going to mm-hmm. get better because honestly, like I've not posted a lot of content cause I'm like, Oh, I look terrible. You know, I'm like, I don't want anybody yeah. to see me look like this. So, like, mm. I just won't post that day. And I'm like, well, that's stupid. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. messing up my whole <laughs> algorithm. <laughs> but it's definitely been a thing. Um, yeah. So I think that's going to be huge for me this year. Um, and actually, our next point we kind of share, I really want to, and we're, I mean, we've already started it, release a new Hey Dreamer album this year. Yeah, And that's kind of all I want to say about that. We're working on it. We'll include more in future episodes, but you want to work on solo projects. Tell me about that. I want to be Uh, a part of it. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) um, can I be the conductor? (laughs) The conductor. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, I think, um, I don't really know what that means for me exactly. I mean, I have like, I have not written a whole bunch of new stuff lately. Um, well, actually, lately I've had like little spurts of creativity of like some ideas that haven't really like been fully fleshed out yet. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I, I think um, you know I want to I want to do something um, that I feel like fully I don't know open on. I don't know how to explain it. Like. Um, I guess cause I've spent the last so many years like, um, molding, uh, parts or ideas, um, to fit the needs of the artists that I play with and for, um, which I love doing, mm-hmm. you know, I really do. Like I, I love being a session musician and a freelance musician and, and being, you know, coming into a project to facilitate an idea that's already there. Right. Um, you know, and sometimes I get to uh, many times, probably most of the times I get to really craft my own baseline or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then other times I'm, I'm just kind of playing something that's already been written, but putting my own flair to it. And I enjoy both. I really, really do. Cause I just, I love playing the bass and I love filling that role and being a team player and, um, you know, being dependable for that. But yeah, I also do have like you know, some ideas that I really want to flesh out into something. And I don't know what that looks like yet. Like I've got some ideas that are more almost, almost fusion, like not like high level fusion, um, but like, you know, multi-genre things and, you know, kind of proggy things. And then I have stuff that's a lot more simple and, um, you know, I don't really know how they all fit together musically yet. So I'm, I'm trying to figure that out, but I would like to, to eventually put something out. Um, I don't know if I would necessarily want to sing on it or anything like that. I haven't really figured that out yet, but, um, at the very least I want to like, you know, put out just some original content that I can say is just like 
me. And I don't necessarily mean that it's just me playing it all, but like that I kind of in the, um, I guess the, uh, I mean, band leader in a way, sort of, but not really. I don't know. Yeah, like, I mean, Victor Wooten, that kind of idea. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and not to that level of, first of all, I'll never be to that level of musical talent. He's just a, no, I mean, it's this, what you were saying about Pat Metheny, like there's just certain things I know, like I'm not going to be that, but I don't necessarily want to be right. Just like you were saying, like, I don't want to be like Victor. Somebody's like, Like, is this in the key signature of like 18 six and then the key of J? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like, you know, so Whatever, whatever it looks like, I don't know quite yet, but I definitely want to um, do something of, of that nature. Well, definitely um, let me I know. I want to be a part in some way. For sure, yeah. Even you'll if know. it's just, you'll, you'll you know, know, being like, eh, this song fucking sucks. This should not <laughs> Producing make the it, album. yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's not put this one on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but, yeah. No, yeah, I, I, I think that would be... Um, you know, a long-term goal eventually to, to yeah, try to have something. Awesome. I don't know if I would release something this year, but maybe at least um, get working on the project more in a more focused way. I love that. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, so my last goal for this year, and I think I'm about to obtain it tonight, actually, <laughs> um, or at least in the next few days, Um, one of the main struggles I've had in 2023 has been booking shows for Mm. one reason or another. Um, I could speculate all day as to why, but it doesn't really matter. And so, um, I really want to work with a booking agency this year Mm. and just see where it goes. Um, you know, and like I said, we're ready to do that I think um yeah. and just see where it goes um it is exciting for me just because that is the one thing I've struggled with the most and I've mm-hmm. put so much time into it and it hasn't really been fruitful hardly at all and so yeah. I've gotten very discouraged with it and been like you know why don't they like me so <laughs> um, I'm excited to just let that go and to focus more on creativity this year, yeah. which is really what I've wanted to focus on the whole time. So, yeah. yeah. What about you? What is your last goal, Dustin Williams? D um, <laughs> D Dog. Oh, you got any more? Willie D. <laughs> <laughs> Willie D. Oh my gosh. Um, I I didn't write this one down, but I think. Um, I think a, a, a big goal is to just be more like, um, happy. I, it's not that I've been like depressed or sad or happy, angry, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think, I think just, um, being more balanced and, um, not content, but I guess more satisfied, Yeah, like finding satisfaction. Right. And that can mean like, like just finding the satisfaction of the things that I have, which, you know, I I generally do, but sometimes, you know, we all get, um, a little antsy and, but also like cultivating that satisfaction, you know, like, okay, this is the thing I want. How do I achieve it? So, I mean, 
you know, that's, that's kind of a, a broad way to say like achieve your goals, but you know, sort of, no, but I think, it, I, I think it's um, different. I know where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. So I think just kind of finding that, that's satisfaction to a degree. Um, and you know, coupling that with like balancing just like, uh, work life yeah. more, you know, um, I think that that's, that's really it. And it's simple as that. I wish I could, um, well, expand upon that, but I think I've expanded upon a lot of other things already in the episode. So I think if our <laughs> listeners have to take one thing away, damn it, be happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's that it's just, it's easy. Yeah. Just be happy, on, right? Be happy. <laughs> you could just do it. Like yeah. robots. Be happy. Yeah. Be happy. <laughs> no, I think that that's great. Um, I really enjoyed this episode. This has been our longest yeah. by far. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah. hey, we only get a new year one time a year. So yep. <laughs> happy yep. new year. And it may be our last. I mean, the world could end. So <laughs> uh, Very true. Going back to our Elton John was the first person in space. If, anyone, yeah. if any of our listeners want to sponsor for Dustin and I to go into space and be the first podcasters, please... Hit us up or connect with us yeah. more on Instagram and TikTok at SDD Podcast. <laughs> Ooh, smooth. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Sex, Drugs, and Disappointment. If you enjoyed this episode, also leave us a review and also connect with us more on Instagram and TikTok at SDD Podcast. <laughs> each, each episode is also available in video format on YouTube at some point Eventually. in the future. <laughs> Maybe in space. We don't know yet you know what? for sure. That's one of my New Year's resolutions is for us to get these dang videos edited and yeah. posted. <laughs> Honestly, if someone would sponsor us to go to space, we could use that money to hire a video editor. We would use it go. more efficiently just yep. so you know your funds are going to a good place. And please don't forget in this wonderful new year, take it, Dustin. To have fun. <laughs> Don't do too much, and it's going to happen. So just let it happen, if it's consensual. But it's going to happen. Let all acquaintance <laughs> be forgotten. <laughs> I love how we both don't know the rest of the lyrics. Let all acquaintance be forgotten. Happy New Happy Year, New bitches. Year. <laughs> Sex, drugs. <laughs> <laughs>